1: Welcome to the NXT Rundown. I am your host, Ginger, and this week we have a very special guest. You will never, ever, 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 ever grow tired of this man. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Troy to the NXT Rundown. How are you, sir? I'm doing
0: all right. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. Hanging in there, doing what I can, surviving, you know. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fun times, fun times.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm over here in Jason's seat. It's it's a little bigger. My feet don't even touch the ground. So <laughs> uh, it's a little weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's he's a tall guy. I mean we mm. and he, he needs a lot of room for his you know, his his, his junk. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's gotta have good height for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um again, welcome. Appreciate you, uh Coming to hang out with me while Jason is on other duties for tonight. Yeah. I heard he's doing some other fucking stupid show, but maybe you will yeah, hear something. him. Maybe I'll. I don't know. But anyway, what's uh, what's going on with you, man? How you been?
0: You know, um, not not much different from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> everyone, everyone already heard about my adventure this week. Um, today, uh, today was just trying to. Uh, you know, to, to watch some NXT when I could, uh, getting ready for a, a big old audit going on uh, at at, a, at my work. So Those that's are been a lot fun. of fun. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know it, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was I was excited again to uh, to be able to watch NXT, um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I I I'm so. So excited that you get to continue to watch MSK matches because mm. you get to see what, what you were missing. The One of the only good things from Impact Wrestling.
1: Yeah, which we will obviously talk about in just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. on my end, nothing really. Just I'm still moving shit around in the house. I had to make a trip up to storage. I think I brought that up last week, so... Yeah, enough of that that's really about it. I start my new job tomorrow, my new delivery job. Nice. Uh I have warned my friend that talked me out of the place that I was I can't say my last job. The job itself was fun. Everybody there was really fucking cool and I made okay money, but the last 2 months really really did some damage on my wallet. So, sure. my buddy hit me up and he's like, "Dude, he's like, you're guaranteed 250 a night." And I was like,
0: Oh, nice. That's big money. Yeah. So, so is this a is this under the chain that you're working for? Um,
1: yeah, it, it it's just place? a little uh, little uh, local pizza shop. So, um, so I start there tomorrow, and I mean it's it's a lo- It is longer hours, uh, higher dollar per hour pay. So that's definitely a plus. And I think it's like $2 per delivery or something like that. But nice. it's going to take some adjusting because by the time I get out of work on Fridays and Saturdays at 10 o'clock, I'm already like ready to fucking hit the bed. They're open until 11
0: and I'm mm. like,
1: oh man, this is going to kind of suck in a way.
0: There <laughs> you go. But, well, um... You know, you know what, uh, what I always say whenever, whenever life gets you down, just
1: smoke weed every day, smoke it up. If I smoke uh, too late,
0: <laughs> I get really tired. Oh, well, that's not good. No. So do you, do you have to, obviously you have to wear a mask while you're doing your, your mm-hmm. deliveries. Yep. Uh, do you, did you, have you cut a hole in it so you can pull your beard through it or?
1: You know, it's funny that you bring that up because last <laughs> night a guy actually brought that up. He's like, I'm surprised you didn't cut a hole. To put your beard through, I was like, no, no, I'll, it's fine, I'm okay. Because I actually like when it kind of cones out the beard. So That's when it's in the beard, it's like really, it's really tight against it. So when I pull it yeah. out of the mask, it's like, bam, it's like a fucking road spike.
0: Nice. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't have as long as hairbeards, but I have long enough facial hair where, uh, once uh, once I'm done walking a dog in the morning, I wear a uh, balaclava or balaclava, whatever the fuck it's called. The, like, face mask over the head thing mm-hmm. that you wear during winter normally over that, I have that on, and that seems to uh, sweat it up a little bit, even though it's negative 11 degrees every morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have one of the, just, like, uh, it, it might be the same thing that you're talking about. It, it's, like, it's like a longer one. It's not like a regular fucking N95 mask or anything like that. It's just the fucking, the pullover, it's like, it's yeah it's like a pullover so my my guess is we're probably talking about the same thing but yeah that's what I wear because taking a a regular mask on and off constantly huge pain in the balls Mm -hmm. this one you just pull up and bam you're all set so but yeah it's I'm looking forward to it but it's going to be I have delivered for the area when I was younger so it should be interesting to see how quickly I pick up the area again so, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. Um, if you see me smiling on uh, Tuesday on the WWE Rundown, it's do you know that I made a damn good amount of money, and I'm okay. <laughs> nice. So, but, uh, yeah, so that's about it on my end. I mean, kids are fucking nuts today. You know, just one, one question I did have for you, and I meant to bring this up at the top of the show what nineties or early two thousands band that you haven't listened to in a long time. And then you went back and listened to it and you're like, wow, I forgot how good they were or how much you enjoyed their music.
0: Hmm. That's a good question. Um, so I, I go in, in kind of phases with, uh, with Limp Bizkit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) My
1: <laughs> Well, no, it's funny I, because that's exactly who mine was.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, uh, the other thing, too, and, and I, I'm sure I've said this on, on the podcast before, but mm. um, I got Limbus' Good Significant Other the same day I got Final Fantasy VIII. Holy shit. And so those two are forever linked in my brain. Mm-hmm. So if I hear a song off of Significant Other, I want to play Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> and if I'm playing Final Fantasy VIII, you better believe I'm listening to significant other. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, other, other than that, man, like, um, you know, there's a bunch of, the, the problem is there's so many one hit wonders that mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, I'll just like hear a fucking song. i will going to be like, God damn. I remember that was a good band. Yep. Um, but that, that's the one that always comes to mind between, uh, I would say between them and, oh fuck. What was the other one that I was thinking of? Um, Weezer's always a big one for me too. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, back back in, in the old day, uh, be, before we had kids, uh, my wife and I, uh, would actually be able to you know take showers together. Mm-hmm. Uh, that 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 doesn't happen anymore because we have kids. Yeah. Um, I used to have a CD player in in our bathroom, and I would throw on fucking uh Weezer all the time. <laughs> so that so so now it's like a, if I hear a, a, an older Weezer song. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just brings you back to, you know, getting all soapsy and sudsy with the old misses, so.
1: <laughs> nice. No, that's good, because, like I said, I was going to bring up Limp Bizkit, because, like, I like, want honestly, it was, like, last Saturday, all of a sudden, I heard, I think it was Noki, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what, I'm going to fucking go on a... uh. Music cha- music app and let's play some Limp Biscuit. And I just put it on random and I'm still jamming out to that on my deliveries like for the past week. So it's, yeah. you know, it, it's funny because like a lot of people shit on
0: their music. It really wasn't that bad. You know, it's, it's funny because they're, they have a little bit of that like Nickelback feeling where it's like people love to shit on them, yeah, but a lot of people like them, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's it's but like uh, chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. Cool. It wasn't a great album. I love that album, but it it had some good songs to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's funny like Fred Durst is he comes off as kind of a douchebag, but he, he is actually like a, a an intelligent dude. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, he seems like a good, good dude at times. Um, they're, they're like most, more recent stuff is hot garbage, but yeah, like they're, you know, obviously like, like I said, Simi Other was great. $3 Billy All is a really fucking underrated, uh, album mm. for being their, their first, first one. Um, yeah, man, like, they were, they, they had a lot of good. And, and that also, I mean, I'm a huge corn fan mm-hmm. and that was one of those like really weird fucking friendships that those yeah. two guys had
1: totally fucking where, random.
0: Yeah, it was, it was so fucking random, but yeah, they, they were, they, they were constantly on each other's albums and things like that. Um, but, uh, other than, other than that, man, like, um, you know, third eye blind was big for me too. Like okay. I'll listen to them every once in a while. Um, Actually, I was just thinking about. Well, we've talked before about like Natalie and Brulia and and her fucking luscious tits that we never got to see. <laughs> um, but an, another video that like was was right in that like wheelhouse for me age wise was the fucking Alanis Morissette video where she's she's naked in the street and like there's a bunch of people passing her by and shit like that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Was a low key fucking like spank worthy video. <laughs> She's not, you know, she's not the, like... She's not a smoke show by any imagination. No. But, like, 1995, like, I'm 11. <laughs> it's like... You know, or, or 96, I think, is when that one came out. But anyways, yeah, like, I'm, I'm right around, like, that, like, pre... Uh, almost teenager, when that thing... Yeah, like, you better Wait, believe, You
1: got fucking like, calluses on your hand at that point. Because just, you know, like,
0: there's a moment in there, too, where... Uh, she, cause yeah, I don't know if anybody knows the one that, uh, the, the video that we're talking about, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's a, there's a music video. I think it's, Oh fuck. What is it called? Uh, it's the, it's the music video for something. I just can't fucking remember what it is. Oh, thank you. That's what it was. Yeah, Thank you. Um, um, and like her, her, her crotch is blurred obviously because that's oh, yeah. there, but like, um, but her tits are there, and but her hair's in front of it. But there's one time that like some like some random person walks up and like reaches up and grabs them, huh? and it's like the hair moves enough where you're like, huh, huh, huh. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, dude. Like like I said, man, that was, that that was that was big for uh for adolescent joy. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> Is that the so, most random thing that you've masturbated to? No, no, that's that's definitely not the most random thing I've masturbated. I mean, like that that at least like I, I can't be alone in that. Oh. Um, no. Like tattoo was another one of those ones. Hot fucking mm-hmm. lesbian Russian. Later on, they had like a video where one of them was naked or something like that. Um, but before they like they didn't show that on TV or stuff like that. But. Mm-hmm. Like the the all your things all the things she said video like they're in, in schoolgirl outfits and shit like that and I'm like fuck yeah <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'm down yeah, let's a, do this <laughs> yeah, yeah you know I mean like I was a I I was an anime fan so like Sailor Moon was big they're oh okay like yeah yep, they're all yep. they're all in like schoolgirl outfits stuff like that and um I would say geez just off the top of my head I. God, I, I can't remember how I got it, but I got this tape because i again I'm old. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I got this VHS tape, and uh, um, it was a, a hentai video. Oh. Uh, people who don't people who don't know hentai is is a Japanese animated porno, and a lot of the times, just like how in America they do a lot of like uh, parody live-action videos of anything, you know? There's, like, the fucking like Star Horrors, which is the parody of Star Wars. It was... This is what I'm saying. This is the weirdest thing I've, I've jerked off to when I was younger. Now it's, like, open season and weird shit, but when I was younger, <laughs> um, it, was a, it was a video called Sailor Moon and the Seven Ballsy. Oh, my God. And it was... I kid you not, like, it was, like... Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, a couple other animes that I, I didn't fucking recognize it over that, and it was just like hentai. So you'd have like fucking Goku, like fucking Sailor Moon, and like <laughs> Tuxedo Mask would come by. So it was it was fucking weird. And like the the thing that will always stick with me is uh like uh, Tuxedo Mask shows up, and <laughs> so bad like, shows up and he goes, it's showtime! And, like, <laughs> then he first starts or around like that, and that line <laughs> like, so that just, a, it's showtime! Like, it stuck with me for a long time. Um, oh, that's <sighs> fantastic. Let me see if I can even find it. Oh my god, yes, here it is, so. Uh, <laughs> well, an actual, ladies and like, gentlemen,
1: I've... we now have the next episode of Wrestling with Dicks with Troy.
0: There's no... There is no, no, there is no. So first of all, there there is an IMDb page for it, which is which is weird enough as it is because there's no other than that one line. There's no really other any spoken words in it. <laughs> um, and again, like it's it's like it's it's hardcore fucking sex like that. But uh, um, yeah, so I'm just looking at it. At it. I'm checking it. I'm not watching it, mind you. I'm just looking at like a. If, if, if Still you check it out like Yeah, it's it. Yeah, it's exactly how I remember it. It's. It's. It's decently drawn, if I can say that. Like the okay. like the characters. You like the characters look like the characters. You yeah. know? Um, other than the fact that they have like massive breasts and, and big dicks and stuff like that, but yeah, it's just weird, weird shit. But it's like it's things like that where like. Again, I don't remember how I got it or where I got it from, mm-hmm. but I had it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh,
1: man. Well, that took a very, very way left turn
0: from hey, where you know, I thought the
1: conversation was going to go, but that's that's fantastic. That is, <laughs> that is good quality content right there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, you know, it's...
1: Well, speaking of, you know, I guess this would be a kind of a good segue in the our news segment. I don't know um, about that. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we're gonna start off with something that, I mean, it happens when you get, you know, to this point in your life. Uh, the HBIC at Mia Yim announced today that her and Mr. Keith Lee are engaged. Um, she tweeted it out today. Uh, actually, at a 540 today. So, they, uh, yeah, they're engaged. So, good for them. That's fantastic. Uh, Mia obviously hasn't been on TV for a little bit. Uh, she tested positive for COVID a couple weeks ago. So, it's... Well, she's, she's obviously doing okay. Uh, so yeah, fantastic for them. Good to see that. I, 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 do you possibly know roughly how long they've been together? I think it's been a while,
0: hasn't it? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's got to be a couple of years, right? Because I think it was about mm-hmm. the time. God, I'm trying to remember now. Um.
1: So, I know, I know. It's been a long fucking time, but WWE confirmed the announcement on their website and said, "Congrats and best wishes to the Limitless couple, and make sure to keep your wedding ceremony away from the wrestling ring." <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Especially you know, when you go to AEW where they're legit and they're not going to do that stuff.
0: Um, well, here's a here's an article from. 2018, where they talk about being together. So yeah, it's been a good two to three years, Mm -hmm. maybe more.
1: Maybe even longer than that. Yeah, that's cool. So, like I said, obviously she's doing okay with after testing positive for COVID. So that's a big plus. So, uh, congratulations to them. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. Excuse
0: me. Yeah, she's Uh, she's had kind of a rough life. um, Yes. Well, they both have technically. Yeah, that's true. Um, so yeah, so it, it is really good to see the two of them, uh, you know, that, that they're not only happy, but you know, (laughs) it's, it'll be interesting to see if, if once she is cleared to come back, if they continue with her retribution stuff or or what's going on with, Mm -hmm. with that group. But yeah,
1: congratulations guys. Fantastic. It's good to hear. Uh, next up, um, we got some... I mean, we, we we shit on this guy quite a bit on the rundown, but this is never a good situation. Uh, Braun Strowman made a post on his Instagram today, and this is what he said. He said, I got really sick over the weekend. I got an infection that got into my blood system. Had to get <clears throat> put on antibi- antibiotics for that. It, it was awful. I've dropped f- like 15 pounds in five days. Couldn't eat and stuff like that, but it looks like I've gained fifty pounds of water weight. All my joints and everything are all swollen and inflamed, but the antibiotics are working. I'm feeling better and I'll be back to seeing you guys very soon. Oh boy! Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he made a pretty decent impact on the Rumble. I mean, got a few eliminations and shit, and but you know, he came back after after the suspension. Uh, and stuff like that and then all of a sudden he's out with this man that's that's gonna be a scary ass situation man hearing oh yeah. yeah you have you have an infection in your blood
0: <laughs> yeah it's it, it definitely got to be a scary situation but uh hey you know at, at least um he was able to catch it and, and yeah he's going through uh some real fucking tough times right now but Man, like, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, he uh, seems like he's expected to recover, so, yeah.
1: Thankfully, I mean, like I said, we, we talk a lot of shit to him, but we never want to see anybody fucked up, like, in a real situation, you know, that's, unless you're, you know, other people that deserve it. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's fucked up, man. You never know. The body is a weird fucking thing, and you never know what it's going to do to you next, and he, that would, like, but by the sounds of it, he's gonna be all right, and we'll we'll see when the 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 Strowman train, choo choo, makes its way back to Raw.
0: Yeah, I didn't. I I think that's part of the reason why you guys sort of forgot that Braun was on Raw because he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I know he
1: was on. He was at the Rumble, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. But that-
0: yeah, and then and then when Jason's gone through the raw, raw roster, he's like Braun Strowman. You guys like Braun's not on, on Raw. It's like no, he is. It's like yeah, he is, <laughs> in so much as <laughs> like yeah, he just didn't show up the last one, and now we know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, um, hey, so this one is is a good one for you. Okay, uh, AEW, your oh your favorite your favorite wrestling program. Uh, Filed trademarks for the Forbidden Door and Forbidden Portal. Now, you might not know (laughs) where that's coming from.
1: Oh, it's going to be coming in something. But, I mean, God, the the Forbidden Door and the the Forbidden Portal... Forbidden Portal, yeah. That's uh, okay. So that's legitimately sounds like uh, a sci-fi porn movie where <laughs> the door is the asshole and the portal is the vagina.
0: Like <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah. So um, on the on the most recent uh, episode of Impact, uh, dipshit Tony Khan. And Tony Schiavone were there doing another one of their their promos or like that. Mm -hmm. So, look, I know that uh, I I have at times been been a little harsh on AEW. Um, Most of it is is accurate, but but some things I know I go a little bit more. This motherfucker cannot act. Tony (laughs) Khan is not a good actor. All right, so. A, a weird fucking paid ad that occurred on impact because they keep doing this shit where where they then like show the rundown of, of like the, the next AEW episode, which is like, oh, well, why don't they show the rundown of the next impact episode on, on AEW dynamite? But anyways, so so Tony Khan was was on there and he says, uh, every everywhere I go, people have been asking me for months, Tony, when are you going to open the forbidden door? When is New Japan going to come to AEW And I keep telling them I don't know what the forbidden door is. I don't know what it is. And then I figured it out all along. The forbidden door is me. I'm the forbidden door. Now, if that makes no sense to you, that's OK, because it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> apparently that's going to be a thing now. I don't know if this is if Tony Khan is now going to refer to himself as the forbidden door or if he's going to refer to uh, his his butthole as a forbidden portal. Or if, joined, or, or if it's going, or or if it's gonna be a faction or something like that. But yeah, so the they they, they they did a fucking trademark for it, so that's 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 AW for you. like
1: So uh, I honestly thought it was gonna be a Matt Hardy thing.
0: For no nope, nope. uh, that's actually the, the, the uh the, the owner,
1: the guy dishing out all the money
0: mm-hmm. the forbidden
1: door. He's a very punchable-looking fucker. He is. He just looks like a fucking... He almost looks like he belongs on the Jersey Shore. He does a little
0: bit, yeah.
1: I, I never liked those people, and I wanted to punch them in the face, so I am in agreement with you, sir.
0: <laughs> so, uh, uh, what else we got? Uh,
1: well, uh, I think it was a, a few weeks ago, uh, it was announced that Josh Matthews would no longer be at the commentary table on Impact but no fear Josh Matthews is here he's getting a new show called Before the Impact and it's going to air prior to Impact Wrestling on Tuesdays nights um, BTI will feature in-depth previews exclusive interviews with Impact Wrestling stars and an exclusive match each week so it's gonna be
0: kinda like dark in a way? Yes. Yeah. It it sounds like it is. Um, I would say probably more main events than dark. Because dark is actually like a complete block of matches. This sounds like it's it's interviews other then one match. So I would say I would say probably more main event and like recap of things and stuff like that. But either way, for a show that is seen by, by less people than Pretty much almost any show on TV, it's not It's not necessary to do extra shows, and it's also not necessary to give Josh Matthews something to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's whatever. I mean, he, he's going to be producing it, so we'll see how he does with that. Uh, he will be joined by Nashville-based sportscaster John Burton, and uh, he'll be the host. Uh, and the News Channel 5 anchor will be joined by reporter... Gia Miller as well. Oh. Gia Miller and John Burton and Josh Matthews will be host and co host of
0: Before the Impact. The fuck is John Burton?
1: Why does Gia Miller look so familiar?
0: Well, she's the backstage uh, person for all of the shows. She is uh, uh, Gia's tits. That we, we discuss all the time. Okay. But if we're on there,
1: right. no, um, her, her, she she looks really familiar.
0: I don't know why. Has she ever I mean, been on you,
1: have, AEW or anything like that?
0: Um, I'm trying to remember. I think she's only ever been with Impact. Oh, okay. all right. <clears throat> but uh, I mean, she's she looks mediocre. Not sorry, not mediocre. She looks uh uh like pretty much any random hot chick that you would find on like backstage or stuff like that. So maybe that's <laughs> probably what it is. But yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, she's, she's a, she's a beautiful woman, but Shit. yeah. It's a, yeah. She was, um, who the fuck is she, who's she fucking, um, Ace Austin. That's who it is. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. She's Ace Austin's girlfriend. And it's like, Oh, I wonder, I wonder how you got that job.
1: Oh, son <laughs> of a bitch. Okay. Because when he came to APW, I think she was with him at the show.
0: There you go. That's probably why she looks familiar to you then. All righty.
1: All right. Well, we got that all squared away. There we go. Uh, BTI will air at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, every Tuesday night on Access TV.
0: BTI sounds like something that you need to go to the doctor to get checked out.
1: (laughs) Uh, bowel transmission infection.
0: Oh my god, it is actually a thing. Bacillus ther Ingenius Israelianitis, a bacterium. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so there you go. So it is. Oh, there, you know, there's a lot of different things. Uh, Beverage Tasting Institute. There you go. And Boston <laughs> Theolo- Theological Institute. So. Oh, nice! And, and British American Tobacco, if you're into that too. Oh, very nice. Well, now I kind of want to know what this specilius ergasus, Israeliannessness. Do you want to know what it is? What is it?
1: My dick level.
0: Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: That's what it is uh, right there. <laughs> it's
0: like a, like a uh, strain. Oh, nice. But it's not. There's no toxicity to people, so I guess if you want to. Uh, Oh, it's for mosquito control. There you go. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it well, it's not keeping away the fucking little bug ass pest of Josh Matthews, so it's not doing its job.
1: Uh, definitely not.
0: <laughs> if you or a loved one have experienced BTI, you may be <laughs> you be entitled to compensation.
1: <sighs> Jesus. Uh, one little extra piece of news: Triple H is tired of discussing and addressing the Velveteen Dream situation. That's it. <laughs> like he he was on a conference today, and people keep asking him. He's like, "Listen, he's training with us. He's just not on TV. He's still with us. He's still under contract. Stop fucking asking." That's yeah. the gist of it.
0: <laughs> he also he he also discussed um how he he is not a fan of having too many titles uh, on on one show, okay. which I know everyone was just like, well, WWE's got 18 titles. Well, WWE's got four different fucking shows. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, they're spread out. But he was kind of saying like, oh, if, if somebody loses a championship, they just go get put into another championship thing. Mm-hmm. And some people were thinking that might be a bit of a shot at AEW, considering that right now they have the AEW World Championship, the IWGPG Championship, the IWGP United States Championship, the NWA Women's Championship, the AEW Women's Championship, the Impact World Ta- Tag Team Titles, and the AEW World Tag Team Titles, all being used on the same show, and the AEW TNT title. <laughs> <laughs> all of those have shown up in the past two episodes of Dynamite. <laughs> Jesus. So, there might, might be a belts. little... Yeah, well, then there's like the, the AAA title that Get Kenny has to like that shows up oh, every yeah. once in a while, you know, like, yeah, they're and and they defend him on the show. And, you know, but I think he was more talking about like some of the other independent promotions where it's like, yeah, like they have just a fucking ton of titles. And maybe he was taking a little shot at some of the like the Japanese promotions, because, I mean, I look at, I mean, stardom. I love stardom, but they have. The World Championship, the Wonder Championship, the SWA Championship, the High Speed Championship, the Goddess Championship, and the <laughs> the fucking Trios Championship, like they might have won too many titles there. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know, but and but me, I'm um, I am somebody who who does enjoy title matches as long as they're booked well. And but you do have that 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 thing where it's like, yeah, so for a while there, like when WWE didn't have the brand split, they had a shit ton of titles all on one show, you know? Yeah. And it, thanks to the brand split. Now we have eliminated a lot of that, but I think also it's a part of like people asking to have a, like uh women's tag titles for both shows. it's like, well, clearly we don't need that because we don't mm-hmm. even know how to book the ones that only we have. Yeah. But like the 24 seven title is a title that probably should just be done with. Oh my
1: God. You know, they've ruined such a good opportunity with that belt. Mm hmm. Uh so in the same conference call uh somebody brought up Pat McAfee uh hasn't mm. been in the ring since uh the War Games and you know they asked what's up with Pat and Triple H simply said he's a busy dude he said they've been talking about it they've been discussing things he said look give me a moment to breathe when the Super Bowl is over he just got married not that long ago he's like if I don't take a breath for a minute after the Super Bowl. I might not be married for much longer. <laughs> my my words, not his. I think he just needed to take a breather. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, he was he was working a lot of people when he was claiming that like he lost a job or it whatever. It's like you people understand that like he he's he fucking holds. busy. <laughs> yeah, he he has a um he has his like company. Mm-hmm. That he does Pat McAfee Incorporated, um, and he does the the podcast. Um, it's what is it called? It might just be oh the boys, yes. um, yeah, and that's like with him and AJ Hawk, which by the way is a great fucking listen if you haven't heard it before, because Hawk obviously is a former Packer. I, I'm well versed with with him, but. Mm-hmm. He's he brings so much fucking uh, knowledge to it, and Pat just has that fucking energy, and he can get get the guests riled up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But between that, between also doing the Mad Dog Sports Radio Show on Sirius uh, XM, between doing the fucking uh, like ESPN work and the Fox Sports work and stuff like that, like yeah, the guy does a shit ton of fucking work. Like, and right now he's not really needed for that for the storyline that they've got. He would sort of get in the way between the Finn and Pete Dunn storyline.
1: Oh, yeah. So, I
0: mean,
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll get into that later, but I mean, Pete's been doing, in my opinion, okay without McAfee around, so. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and last but not least, uh, my least favorite part of the news Ratings Corner. Uh, both company, both shows went. Pretty decent amount down this week. Uh, AEW hit 741,000 fans and NXT hit 558,000 fans. Now, you ask, hmm, why are those numbers pretty low? Well, former President Donald Trump's second impeachment trial is happening on, was happening last night. That probably has a little bit to do with it because
0: people want to know. Dude, Pat McAfee's wife is hot.
1: She's fucking smoke show, dude. <laughs> uh, I
0: was just going to say that.
1: Yeah. Like, Man, hold on. Let me, let me, hold on. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, she's fucking, yes. she's got it going on. So, uh, I don't blame him for taking a break for every, from everything. Right. Yeah, she's a smoke show. Good for her. Good for him, I mean.
0: Yeah. So, I, I have, I have talked before, um, with this whole ratings thing. Mm-hmm ratings success doesn't mean that you are a good show ginger Mm -hmm. have you ever watched the big bang theory uh i have okay do you think it is a particularly well-written show
1: uh it started off pretty rough but okay um yeah it's it's, some episodes are kind of blah but for the most part it's, it's all right yeah
0: have you ever watched the NBC show Hannibal? Yes, was a big fan of that. Do you think that is a particularly well-written show? Absolutely. Which uh, Which show do you believe had more ratings? <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Big Bang Theory, because they went uh, a yeah. oh, fuck kind of se- seasons. <laughs> yeah, and, and we got and fucked with, on Hannibal <laughs> with with very very mediocre writing to it uh, no offense if you're a fan of it it, it is it, it has its its audience obviously it was mm-hmm. a huge success yeah Hannibal is a show that should have been winning fucking awards for yes. Hannibal, how well written it was and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it got canceled because not a lot of people are watching it oh. so again ratings don't actually mean that like aw was a better show and personally yes there have been times that AEW has been a better show There definitely have been uh Spoiler alert for the rest of the show, I felt NXT did a better job this week. Mm-hmm. Um that's not and, and and again we have talked about it as well that the AW fans, they they show up for their like big events and things like that, and then they quickly disappear again. They have these huge like fights. swings of, of of a thousand people that will just not tune in one week um whereas nxt is, is rather steady with their their you know they they will get some pops here and there the other thing that we talk about is nxt is more wild wildly widely available on different platforms that do not uh give their numbers to nielsen mm-hmm. uh obviously you've got hulu you can watch it the next day on which yes yeah, it might be a little edited sometimes but you, those don't. Those numbers don't get reported. You've got obviously, you know, a lot of people will watch AEW live and then watch NXT afterwards. And and again, AEW is only shown in America, whereas <laughs> NXT is shown around the world globally. Yes. So yes, they may have more American viewers. But overall, eyes on the pro- on the product, NXT is probably beating them every week. But we don't want to have that conversation. The only thing that we want to do is wave our fucking flags. And, and of course, even though NXT only lost a, a little bit this week, and AW lost a hundred thousand people, it was still oh so oh so great. AW is great. NXT is dead. remind remind me again of uh, how many people watched Raw oh that's right 1.8 million Mm -hmm. and uh, and half of that watched AEW but they're (laughs) they're, but they're competing with WWE like you're competing with the C show (laughs) like if if 205 Live announced its numbers You'd you'd probably be competing with them too, and it's still <laughs> you're competing with the C and D show. I'm sorry.
1: The fucking Saturday Night's main event, for crazy.
0: But again, like what AEW do does over there, they are succeeding. Guess what? people will sit there and look at NXT and say, oh, they they only had a little over uh, half a million people or like that. Mm-hmm. They're still succeeding too, yep. because guess what else? <laughs> USA is a global fucking brand. You could watch USA Network on in other countries, and guess what was on in other countries? NXT. So, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's... I say this every week. I fucking hate this bullshit made-up fucking war that Chris Jericho is... Getting his ass chewed out by Eric Bischoff for, by the way. I don't know if you've been seeing this and paying attention to that. Uh, Eric Bischoff is basically saying it's going to come back to bite Jericho right in his ass. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, we know
1: that. Oh yeah, it's going to, and it's going to be funny because it's going to be like, no, that's what you fucking get. Talk shit, play stupid games, win stupid fucking prizes. <laughs> so, uh, but. If, unless you got anything else, I think that's it for the news section, sir. I think I'm good. All right, cool. All right, well. So, Troy, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Ladies and gentlemen, this is...
0: No! I said... You... Ready...
1: This is the NXT rundown. We are starting NXT hot in Fast and Furious with the first match of the semifinals of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic: M.S.K. versus Legato del Fantasma. Yes, and I'm already rock hard. <laughs> I was super fucking excited for this last month, last week when I found out it was going to be these two teams, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" Uh, match begins. They kind of go back and forth. They're kind of doing the feel out process, but MSK hits the Bronco Buster spot fairly early after a Love little the bit Bronco of Buster. Yep. <laughs> uh, wild outsmarted by Carter, and he tags in Raul. Both go for arm drags, which is different because they kind of like both sat there and just looked at each other and then brought mm-hmm. each other back up. I like that. Um, tag team kicking and uh, bringing Raul down, ending in a double stomp for a two for MSK. Uh, nice tag team work for Legato, ending in a in the springboard-assisted moonsault for a two by Wild. Caught her on the apron. Raul sends Wild up for a shotgun drop kick to Wes as we go to commercial. Oof,
0: he. <laughs> that one hurt.
1: Yeah. Yep. Landed right on his shoulder and head and neck when it mm. came down. It was rough looking.
0: Uh, was that that was that was the first one, right? Because the second one sends him into the ropes, right?
1: Yeah, well, this is the one that sent him off the apron. It sent, uh, I think it was um, Wes, into the
0: uh,
1: barricade off the apron. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah, because the second missile dropkick sends him directly into the fucking ropes. Oh, and you're yes. like,
1: Ugh. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, Carter on the apron, he does a moonsault, and Lee pushes him off onto Legato. Excuse um, me. I can't. I couldn't remember the name of that fucking move.
0: Hot fire flame.
1: Hot fire flame.
0: This Which is so is, easy. It is, it oh, is not technically called that right now. We don't know what if it's called anything. I know because I know. all we, all we get is that this is just oh from hot from Dick Joseph. So oh my god. <laughs> and uh, also, also uh, get get that same bell ready because uh, the PK is now called the strong kick. I hate it.
1: Uh, and the moonsault off the apron is then followed up by a front flip pon- plancha over the top rope by Wes. Uh, then we got a close two at some good offense, ending with a twisting brain buster by Raul. Uh, Raul has Carter in a fireman's carry, and Wilde jumps off the top rope, double stomps Carter, and almost murders Wes with a four fifty knee splash. <laughs> Gross, dude. He almost fucking murdered him. And that would have I, not been good.
0: I dude, at this point, like I was I was worried that they were gonna have to arrest him for desecration of a corpse because not only does he kill him. <laughs> With a fucking the drop kick into the ropes and the double stomp, but then he also does a fucking poison run into it. When you're just like Jesus Christ, like he's already dead. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> he's already
1: dead. Oh man, uh, yeah, that was pretty scary though because in the the spot kind of got fucked up because he was uh, Wes was supposed to turn it into a pin, uh, mm-hmm. so it took a couple seconds, but it was quickly broken up. By Raul throwing Carter onto them from the fireman's
0: carry position. That's right, you gotta chuck a motherfucker into a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, you gotta beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. <laughs> Legato go for their finish, but Carter stops it. West super kicks wild, and they deliver MSK, and they are heading to
0: the finals. That's right, so the motherfucking smoking kids.
1: Oh my goodness, what a fucking match, and it was just as good as I expected it to be.
0: It it was interesting because um, this this was the one where I, I I thought like if these two guys or if these two teams face off each other that's where you're really gonna see MSK shine like yeah the first match but it was like the the style that MSK and the style that Legato del Fantasma work are mm-hmm. identical so you're like this is well, this is gonna be the one like this is where for everybody who who fucking pats themselves in the back for the AEW style, like this is it here. The you know the this this was that very same like high flying fucking crazy athleticism that if you love on the indies, go watch this match. It
1: made it, the, the shit they did though makes made sense. They weren't hitting yeah. finisher after finisher after finisher like you do like you see in AEW all the fucking time. Yeah, true. You, the, the shit the the. The story made sense. It was two young and quite young and -and up-and-coming tag teams. I mean, Legato's kind of been there for a while, but MSK had something to prove here, and they fucking shined brighter than the brightest bulb.
0: So the the interesting thing is, I mean, uh, three of the guys here came from Impact. Yep. You know, because obviously DJZ, who is now Bokeem uh, Wild, <laughs> yeah, Mendoza's is really the only one who, you know, he he obviously came from like a uh, uh, PWG mm-hmm. or Pro, uh, uh, noah, he came from Pro Wrestling
1: Noah. Oh yes, yes, yes.
0: Um, but he was he was much more of like the working AAA and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um. Yeah, it's like he was he was in the Cruiserweight Classic and then they he, they just did nothing with the guy for a good four years until yeah. this. So... Yeah, uh, but I mean... this is working really well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Me and Jason constantly would tell him, get this guy a fucking gimmick and storyline and something to do. And... I, I don't mind him doing this shit as a heel because you know he can do it. Mm-hmm. And... He does it safely, but he does it when it makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, fantastic match. I love this match. It was pretty good, ex- except for, like the like I said, the, the fucked up 450, but they recovered from that okay. So, yeah. Uh, oh, boy, that was a crazy one. <laughs> so, again, MSK are the first team to advance to the finals of the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic.
0: Hey so do you know um obviously you weren't uh, an impact fan
1: mhm um
0: so do you know how many times msk won the uh the impact tag belts once uh, never they never won the impact Tag belts what yeah that's what's crazy about it um well the north MSK... held them for the... fucking ever Right. This is this is what happens when you have those incredibly long, over-one-year title reigns, is yep. that oftentimes really good fucking people who might only be there for a limited amount of time don't get to win the tag belts. And that's what happened. Was mm-hmm. they, they were fantastic, but yeah, they never... I mean, they got opportunities, but yeah, they, they never they never beat the North. And I think that that's kind of part of it, is why they were so willing to leave as soon as their TLs vote, because it's like, well, you guys... Never gave us the fucking belts, and now, now that the, you actually took the belts off the North because one of them fucking left the company, now it's all about the Good Brothers. Like they, they got passed over by, you know, the fucking Good Brothers, you know. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: gotta push those fucking former WWE guys.
0: Yep. Yeah, because I mean,
1: That's how it is for Impact?
0: Yeah, because like both of these dudes are, are in their like mid th- mid twenties, you know. Yeah. It's like they, they've got so much fucking talent and. Like use them, dude. Like they, they're so charismatic, and and they are the future. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Whether whether impact like it or not, like you said, they are the future. And if boy, if this is a glimpse into the future, oh boy, am I excited. Yeah. We go to a Zia Lee build-up video, and she's up next. But before that, uh, Mercedes Martinez has a video promo for this Sunday's Triple Threat NXT Women's Championship match. Uh, Your basic promo, she's going to take the title. Like, there was nothing super crazy about this promo. It was just your basic heel, I'm winning and taking that title.
0: I like that she, she left retribution but apparently retained the mask. She still had a mask on during most of this fucking promo.
1: Did she? I didn't even notice.
0: Oh yeah, she's got I mean, I don't think it's the same mask she had when she was in Retribution, but it's she still has like the bottom fucking face mask on, like, to make her look fucking intense, and it's like just can't, can't take the, you can take the girl out of Retribution, but can't take the retribution out of the girl.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Uh, like, this, this has gotta be it, right? Like, she's she's 40. You you you're not getting more opportunities with her. Like nope. I I love Io Shirai and, and we're going to be doing our predictions mm-hmm. uh for Vengeance Day. But it's time, dude. You need to take that belt off her cuz she's very that, she's very rarely there. That that belt has it feels so insignificant yep. right now. Yep. And it shouldn't because Io Shirai is great. Yep. But yeah, there's just been, they've just done nothing with it, and, and they've done nothing with her, so to the point where it's like, you kind of start forgetting that that belt even exists, and that's bad. Because that belt was so fucking hot when you had, you know, Charlotte and Rhea battling over it, and everything like that, and it's like, and Eo gets it, and she's almost had it for, what, 280 days or something yeah, like that? had like, it for a while. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of where it's it's like, yeah, man, like, you probably need to have a, a couple of shorter title reigns at this point. Mm-hmm. Give it to Mercedes for for like three months. Put it on you know on um, Tony after that. You know do something with it now because right now it doesn't feel important.
1: No, my guess is if if EO does not win the title, I mean if EO retains this Sunday, my guess is Mercedes Martinez gets a one on one and then gets
0: the title. I, w- I would hope so, because, like like I said, she's... I don't know how much longer she's got. Uh-huh. And that's not to say that she's she hasn't been, been killing it, but mm-hmm. she is. She is 40. She has already e- expressed the fact that she doesn't want to do a lot of traveling because she does have kids, you know? Like, wrestling is, is probably going to be put on the back burner eventually, or, or, and, and, yeah, so it's like, and that character, I don't think, can stand too many more of these, uh, these feud losses, either. Where uh, after a while, you just kind of feel like, well, what's does it matter? Like, she hasn't done anything.
1: Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens after Sunday. We'll see, see yeah. where they bring her. Xia Lee versus... At the beginning of my notes, Cora, uh, a jobber, <laughs> and then we, after uh, Xia Li, uh beats the shit out of her, we find out it was Cora Jane. Uh, real quick Jane. match here, uh, but before the match happens, Carter and Caden confront Boa about the lady in the chair.
0: That's the same person. What? You said Carter and Caden. Her name is Caden Carter. That's the same person. Casey and Caden. Oh, okay. Would yeah, be who you are of. I guess of. so. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that, uh, so. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, one: Did Cora Jade borrow her trunks from somebody else? Because <laughs> they were very they were very ill-fitting. I don't know if you noticed it or not. They looked too big on her. Yeah. Um. And my my second question to you is: Remember when Meltzer said Casey and Caden were turning heel?
1: Yeah.
0: I gotta earn that 11.99.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I called it out that it was, it was clearly nothing that he had actually heard. And it was probably Alvarez too that did it, but it was clearly nothing they had actually heard from anybody. It was just because of the fact that Casey and Caden pushed people aside to get to the front, that that was the them turning heel. Cause like, yeah, people just can't have personalities.
1: Yeah. <laughs> people just can't, you know, want to be number one. And in- yeah.
0: Company, you know. Yeah. No, that, that means that means are heels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> dipshit. By the way, I was I was I was very happy that it seems like the uh, the um, squared circle wrestling subreddit uh, is is starting to turn a bit on old old uh, face uh, because I I was expecting to be instantly downvoted when uh when I had put that Meltzer is a ego egomaniac uh, but surprisingly no. <laughs> Uh, and that was in in regards to him saying that there was some guy from the network that came to him specifically to explain ratings and it was like you are such a fucking egomaniac that you think that a network would come to a wrestling writer to understand ratings something they invented like god damn that guy sucks so much god that guy
1: So, Zaya gets hit from behind, and the match starts because she was distracted by Casey and Carter. It's Uh, easy to be. Zaya immediately hits a running forearm in retaliation. Zaya hits a spinning roundhouse, and that's all she wrote for this one for uh, Cora Jade. Cora Jade. 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 (laughs) With a D. I corrected, I
0: corrected. She gets that D, sir.
1: I bet she does. At first, I was like... Was that Paige? Like, it it, it slightly resembled her. I was like, what the fuck? But, nope. Uh, Anyways, uh, Carter and Casey uh, confront Zaya, (laughs) and Carter goes and confronts the 1,000-year-old lady. But Zaya comes up from behind and throws her ass off the stage, says, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Uh, Zaya apologizes. Then the lady grabs by Boa by the throat, and Zaya goes and kicks Casey's fucking head off. Comes back and bows to her,
0: and they pose. Ooh, the only, the only, um, only issue that I had, um, mm-hmm. if you're going to do that, where like somebody throws you off a stage or stuff like that, like what happened to Caden. You need to hit them first, because otherwise it makes no sense that you grab them and like they willingly let you chuck them to the side. It's like why why didn't you fight back at all? Like why, <laughs> why didn't you just let her grab you and chuck you? You need to you need to hit them first in order to like kind of be because you need to create that sense of like oh they're dazed, so it makes sense that they can chuck them off a stage.
1: Well she hits Instead her with, just like, <laughs> she hits her with the,
0: know, it, bitch! and it just tosses <laughs> her off. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that, that means something completely different to our British listeners, by the way. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. How, how do you feel about the new Zaya Lee? Uh, we haven't had you on since the new coming of Zaya showed up.
0: Boner. Um, <laughs> it's. In terms of presentation. It's a lot like old Zyli. It's mm-hmm. just, like, she does a bunch of Asian moves. Yeah. Uh, I, it, in Ring, like, the fact that they're making her a little bit more dominant, I, I, I appreciate. It. I do. Um, I'm interested what they're going to do with this whole uh, mummy or whatever is hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. their dead thousand-year-old dragon or like that. I'm not... I'm not like Jason, who's just, like, completely against anything remotely, like, supernatural or anything like that. Honestly, like, <laughs> them believing that this chick is a thousand-year-old dragon, it's just, like, you do realize that, like, the Chinese people believed that Kim Jong-un was, like, born on a mountaintop as, like, God created them and things like that. Like, it's not out of the realm of possibility for them to believe fantastical things about who is their boss or their leader, you know? So that I'm fine with. It's, it's, it's kind of right in line with the, the, the shit that they, they come up with. And, and I don't, I just think that we need to see Bo in the ring because for whatever reason, they're just not using him for anything. Yeah. Um, because I'd like to see if they are working on him, on, on changing his style because he is a, a very generic worker. Otherwise. And uh yeah, I'm I'm assuming this is Karen Q, so eventually I hope to get her in the ring. But it seems like we're working on I forget what name they gave this chick, but um it seems like they're working on her and Zaya versus uh the Spitfire Warriors, so which I'm down for.
1: It was just random, like you never saw Carter and Casey with Zaya and all of a sudden they're like this isn't her that's not who Zaya is it's like when the fuck were you with her before
0: <laughs> they, um, they they actually were though because Zaya was teaming with Jessica Mea in a match between them two and then that, that was the start of Zaya turning heel on them after the match she like knocked down Jessica Maya and walked away so there there was a bit of that. Like yeah, they weren't obviously like friends with her or whatever like that, but they did have some kind of interaction where it's like they, they saw her act differently than she normally was before. Yeah. Well, you can,
1: yeah.
0: It, it, it makes sense that you would forget about that though because you know, it's <laughs> it wasn't it didn't seem important until then she was gone for a couple of weeks and then she came back with this. So
1: It was kicking the shit out of Boa and video packages.
0: Yeah. God yeah. that was awesome.
1: Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, dinner time is back, and she's with William Regal. Uh, and first of all, William Regal congratulates MSK on winning and advancing to the finals, uh, but he has some business to tend to. He opens his door, and Scarlett is naked on his desk. Oh, no. <laughs> and she's just waiting for him. He walks in as she strokes his brass knuckles. Uh she says, Time's up for Escobar. And then Regal says, Okay, you have a match. carrying cross is a match with Santos Escobar next week.
0: No. Yeah. I like that it took him so like so little convincing on it. Jesus oh yeah. <laughs> he's like Santos Escobar, Carrion Cross, next week. Yeah, sounds good.
1: That sounds good. Let's do it. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was just like you don't you don't have to do much to convince it. Like first of all, like hot chick sitting on your fucking desk like that, like leaving a wet spot behind, like you're you're going to say yes to whatever she says. But the fact that was like, yeah, you, you probably could have just like left a post it out there saying that he would have been like, that sounds like a fantastic idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Great idea. Great booking here.
0: Mm. Uh, also, we didn't see her hand uh, for a little bit while they were talking, so I assume I assume she rubbed out.
1: Tell you his brass knocks, man.
0: Mm-hmm. You just put it put it in one of the holes like a cock ring.
1: Yep. <laughs> we then go to Indie Wrestling and Candice LeRae walking down the hallway in theory appears. And he's pushing Johnny Gargano in a wheelchair.
0: This is one of those. This is one of those moments where, you take something that is so cliche, uh, in like, oh, the heel is faking injury or like that, and you just take it to such a level that it becomes interesting again. <laughs> it, him being in a wheelchair because he has a hurt arm was probably one of of the funniest things. Add to that, Wade Barrett oh the
1: entire time god. on commentary
0: was it was just like, yes, this is I am I am all for this, dude. Uh,
1: Barrett coming up with the bullshit excuses like uh, defective pain and shit like that. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Barrett was on fucking fire with this
0: whole thing. And then he's just gaslighting Beth Phoenix like she hasn't been (laughs) a wrestler before. It's just like... She's like, well, I've been a wrestler. I've never experienced what you're talking about. It's just like... well, you're Beth.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so fantastic. So, anyways. Theory... They get to the ring. Theory is hoisting Johnny onto the turnbuckle. The wheelchair then brought into the ring in theory, puts him in the wheelchair.
0: Not before handing him to indie Wrestling and letting her hold him while he got, got in the ring. I was just like, really? <laughs> it's just, we're just gonna no-sell the fact that she just, like, cradled fucking 200-pound Johnny Gargano like nothing?
1: It's hilarious, <laughs> dude. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, my gosh.
1: So, he starts kind of promo, he has some unfortunate news. This happened because of Kushida's sneak attacked sneak attacked him while he was minding his own business, trying to get not McKenzie fired. Hilarious that he threw that in there.
0: And then Uh, we get the the Johnny wheelchair chance.
1: Oh, my God. That's not funny. That's not nice. Just completely fucking eating it up. Uh, he says Kushida did it for no reason. They put a video up, and it cuts immediately to Kushida retaliating to Johnny hitting him last week. Uh, that that was actually pretty fucking comical in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has four fractures in his arm. Uh, <laughs> he's a power power walker and swings his arms rigorously while he walks, <laughs> so he can't walk
0: oh my god (laughs) just just the statement i'm a well-known power walker was just like are you (laughs) was that a thing
1: so fucking good uh now he cannot defend his title this sunday he says regal should indefinitely suspend Kushida. regal comes over the pay says johnny johnny johnny's like looking around like who says that? Who's saying that? As if you couldn't tell it was fucking Regal to begin with.
0: <laughs> Re- Regal just, I am, you fool. But before that, before that, you missed one of the best lines where Johnny's like, I'm in a wheelchair, and you know how I feel about wheels. Yeah. <laughs> just calling back to it.
1: I didn't catch that. That's, that's a good catch by you, sir. Uh, Regal proceeds to say, he says, The NXT medical team cleared him yesterday. Okay, Gargano says he doesn't trust the NXT medical team, so he got his own X-ray, and a picture of a completely mangled arm broken in five <laughs> different st- spots pops up on the Titantron.
0: Look, we we know WWE doctors are a little susp, so if yes. it's 100% in line with Johnny to question them being like, yeah, you're okay to wrestle.
1: <laughs> yeah, Z-pack it, you'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Regal <laughs> looks at it. <laughs> Immediately calls him out and says, you see that R? That means the right arm. You injured your left. (laughs) Oh, God. So Regal gives him two options. Theory can be his surrogate and defend his title in his match against Kushida tonight. Or he forfeits the championship. Johnny says, no. Uh, Give me a couple weeks or a couple months. We can do a big music video and everything for my comeback. It'll be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So as Johnny's saying that, Regal then puts his finger in his coat pocket, cueing Johnny that Kushida is standing with them.
0: Okay, so (laughs) how long did it take you to realize that Kushida was standing with them? Uh, Two takes. Yes, okay, so I wasn't the only one because literally <laughs> so if, if you haven't watched it, they're they're cutting back and forth obviously between Regal on on the stage and the way. And Regal's talking and they cut back and suddenly there's another member of the way standing there. yep. and it's Kushida and he's he's standing he's standing with his arms crossed. He looks like he belongs there. So the yeah, the first time that they they cut away and then cut back, I'm like, wait, how how long has he been there? And <laughs> yeah. like, I just read it. it wasn't until the third time that they cut to him that Regal starts laughing, yes. which is like, because you can tell he, it's because I think it was because Theory says something to Kushida and looks back at Regal and keeps and and keeps like agreeing. Yeah. So I think that's what broke Regal <laughs> was the fact that he's just like, yeah yeah, we could do this. And uh.
1: So yeah, it took me two times that every one. I was like that was fucking fantastic. <laughs> that was it amazing was work. Yeah. Uh, so he says he needs to discuss with Kushida first. Uh, he asks Kushida what he thinks and Johnny's like, "Why are you looking at th- looking this way as you're asking us that?" And theory then slaps Kushida's arm and he's like, "Yeah, what, what's wrong with this guy?" Looks for the- <laughs> <laughs> totally fucking no sells it. And then theory then realizes and gets punched in the face. <clears throat>
0: yeah, theory's so, work. Hey, Fan fucking tastic right here. They Johnny did a, did an amazing job, but yeah, Austin's um just like facial expressions and and his his body language acting was amazing. It was on point here. Because it was, he's just like, yeah, yeah, we could do, it. like, it's the typical stuff you do, like they do in the background, you know, whenever, like, the, yeah, yeah. Johnny's talking, he's just like, yeah, no, Johnny can't do that, you know, but the, the, just the physical acting of him, like, looking at Kushida, be like, no, he can't, he can't wrestle, and then looking back, and it's just, like, not dawning on him, that, like, <laughs> who are you talking to, dude? <laughs> oh, my
1: uh, gosh. So, after Theory gets punched in the face, uh, Johnny Kushida tug of war with the belt, and Johnny realizes oh shit, my gig's up, and gets punched into the wheelchair and then falls over. This was fantastic. Yep. You know, I know some people really don't like this side of Johnny Gargano. I think this was probably one of the best fucking things I've seen with, like, comedy with Johnny Gargano thus far. Hilarious. He's been...
0: Yeah, he's been kind of hit or miss. He's he has done some really good things. I mean, obviously the the dinner dinner time with the the Garganos over that was and, Oh, that, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I was I was saying like 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 the the dinner time with the Garganos wasn't great. No. But yeah, now now he's kind of hit that stride where like. He is sort of that uh, that obnoxious heel that mm-hmm. that works. That's that's funny. Where you're you're like yeah, like he's not supposed to be funny, but he's such a prick that you know it is kind of funny. But yeah, like yeah, like I said, the, the non McKenzie thing has been great. The uh, just the, the like, and, and that's the thing too. It's a, it's like well, why why wouldn't he want to try to do something different? You know, like this is him trying to do something different. He hasn't been a comedy heel before, and like it is working you know
1: yeah and the the thing that i like about it he's still able to do what he does best in the ring like Mm -hmm. the tactical and just telling stories in the ring he's they're still allowing him to be that person but in heel fashion and this is in my opinion fucking fantastic i'm loving this
0: yeah and you know there's there's the other part too where it's he's he's a chicken shit but he's not really a chicken shit you know because even here when Kushida's attacking him he doesn't run away you know like he plays a little tug of war with the belt but he's still going at them you know well so he's again
1: last week when he was the first person to hit Kushida, when he was in regal's office like he's Mm -hmm. not that i'm gonna run the fuck away i'm still gonna be in your face but i'm gonna be that annoying guy too
0: yeah, yeah, he's he's very much the op- opportunistic heel, which I I appreciate more than just like the runaway with the title scared mm-hmm.
1: you know yep.
0: heel that we get a lot in WWE. Yeah,
1: yeah. more often than it should happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so after this segment, we then go to Ember Poon and Shotzi Blackheart versus indie wrestling and Candice LeRae.
0: Lot of ass on display here.
1: Lots of ass, you know what that means. <laughs> Good tag team work by Ember Ember Shots is we come back as we come back from commercial. Uh he takes some heat. Hot tag to Poon, hits a nice kick combo and a nice gitty And the tag to Indy doesn't change things as Indy gets a vicious looking roaring elbow. Blech, she fucking ate it.
0: Wade also calls Candace LeRae Candace Michelle.
1: Did he? yes <laughs> oh no what
0: an insult oh man like there's a uh there are two very big differences between those two women <laughs> and one of those differences is talent
1: yeah i was gonna say in more ways than yeah. just physical and you know. yeah uh a weird neck breaker by shotzi it just didn't really work. Uh, Poon then hits a second rope codebreaker, and Shotzi hits the question mark kick, and that gets them a two. Uh, then we get an assisted tightrope block by Candace, and she hits a hurricanrana to Poon off the apron, which sends her into Shotzi on the
0: outside. Uh, there, are, there were some timing issues in this match. A little bit, but uh, it, it wasn't... It wasn't sloppy. No, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it sloppy, but there yeah. there definitely was a couple uh there was a couple of times where Ember and Shotzi were trying to do double T moves and there'd be some times that like Shotzi was waiting a little bit. Yeah. Uh, in order to hit hers and and I I could see what they were trying to do. Oh yeah. And so but it was like it's like oh man if they were if there was just like a half second less time in between those two moves it would look so much better.
1: Yeah, yeah. but you got to think too like these two no <clears throat> tag teams so it's it's it kind of makes a little bit more sense like Jason always brings up that point you know. Yeah. Sloppiness sometimes works and I, I shouldn't say sloppiness but timing can be a little off and in this case it kind of works. Yeah. Uh, hits a TKO onto the knee. Then the second rope draped centon gets a two. Uh, Shotzi gets dumped out, and Indy draped draped embers ember backwards like so. Her feet are on the ropes. She's looking up at the lights, and Candice hits a springboard moonsault that gets a two. That looked like a rough bump. It was yeah. per, it was good time timing and all that. But it just looked like it really would suck to take that bump.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, not not the not the worst bump that Candace tried to take in this one, though.
1: No. Uh, <laughs> w- Wicked Stepsister followed by a nice springboard elbow drop by Indy. And that gets broken up by Poon. Ember... Ember... Uh, why the fuck... Ember uh, Moon hits the... Oh, right, right. Ember Moon hits the Poon from the moon... And Shotzi hits the disgusting centon with Indy on top of Candace and Shotzi pins Indy for the win, sending Poon Shots to the finals of the Women's Dusty Cup against Raquel Gonzalez. against Raquel, yeah, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Uh, that centon, do you think that fucked up Indy a little bit?
0: Um, maybe. She she didn't look great afterwards. She definitely had kind of a kind of a look about her, like, wow, like, oh. oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, Candice's tope that she fucked up, where she just kind of like shoved Shotzi, because she didn't oh, get yeah. far enough out. Like that one looked like it hurt a little bit too. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, the uh, the centon from, she's got a. I don't know, man. It's that that looked fucking bad. Like, Indy must have been fucking. She. I wouldn't be surprised if she broke a rib on that, to be honest, because that was, was all nice. lower back from Shotzi onto her fucking back.
0: <sighs> yeah. Oh, the sound of me too. Oh God. Just it was thud. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh God. Yeah, there,
0: there were, there ain't no leg slapping on that. That was, <laughs> that was beat on. Me
1: uh, but uh, overall, I thought this was a pretty good match, to be honest. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Like, like you said, you brought up the timing issue, but I think that kind of worked for it. Uh, the the story made sense. You know, both teams were hitting tag team moves, and uh, I I didn't mind this match at all. What, do you, what did you think overall?
0: Um, I think once you had Raquel and Dakota, I think it was sort of a foregone conclusion that Shotzi mm-hmm. and Amber were going to go on. Um, it does feel a little weird to already have Candice and Indy lose, um, considering that they haven't been teaming together for very long, and yeah, um, but. Yeah, it's in this whole thing of like oh the the winner will get a um a women's tag team title shot like get those belts off the main roster. Yep. Bring the bring them to, to NXT because down down in NXT we got the women's tag teams down here that they can actually use and that they don't have to break up every fucking 5 seconds. Yep. And you and stop using them as a way to your regular women's title, which is what they, they are constantly being used as. And it's just a, the same thing happens with the, the regular tag team belts, too. Oh, they'll yeah. they'll have, You know, I mean, we're just like, well, we know that they're going to turn on each other once they lose the belt over that, and that's going to lead to a singles feud. And it's like, no, stop doing that. Like, uh, yeah. And, and it's like, you uh, Jason talked about it on, I think, WWE Rundown this week, even, where he. You know, he he talked about the fact that like we're gonna split up the iconics, and we're gonna put both of them in oh, tag yep, teams. Yep. We're gonna split up heavy machinery, and we're gonna put Otis into a tag team. And it's like, stop doing that shit. Like, just run with the teams you have. Like, there were It very rarely does this work. You know, you yes, you had Shawn Michaels became a huge star. That's not that's not the 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 rule though. You know. No. No. Most of the time it's you broke up LOD and you made one of them a drunk. Like that's what happens. You you broke up uh you broke up Billy Gunn and Road Dog and neither of them did much of anything, you know. Like that's that's the thing is is some what what is wrong with just having guys like Demolition who are just always a tag team?
1: Yeah. You know? Yep.
0: Like some some guys can make their fucking bread on just being a tag team. I mean like the, the you broke up the headbangers, which and and either one of them is like, nobody wants to see them as a singles crew. Like, no, no, keep them together as a tag team. There's no reason to break up the Iconics. They were perfectly fine. And like, and then they they will like adamantly not break up the New Day, even though now they're on different shows. It's like, no, but they're still the New Day, even though one of them is on a different show. Like, why can't you just do that with the Iconics then? You want to have Peyton be a singles person? That's fine. You can still have them together and just have Billy kind of manage her on the thing and also do... Maybe her own thing a little bit, but it's so ridiculous to constantly have to break up teams for no reason.
1: Yep. it's fucking dumb, man. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Excuse me. We go to Thatcher and Ciampa cutting a promo in the back. Uh, Basically just talking about their upcoming match for tonight. Uh, But my favorite part of this is when the promo ends... Chompa tosses the chair, and a few seconds go by, and Thatcher just puts a big smile on his face.
0: Uh, the, that was uh, immediately after my favorite part of this, which was Chompa saying, Toothless Tommy and Old Man Chompa yeah. are going <laughs> to It was like, oh boy, well, now you started something.
1: <laughs> it worked, though. It was fucking fantastic.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Uh, we then jump to dinner time, and her guest is Santos Escobar. Uh, it talks about carrying cross and says he gave me the gift of time time is all relative to a person and then Legato walks in apologizing and Santos says stop you can make it up to me and you can pay a visit to somebody but don't do it tonight do it next week and I think we all know who the fuck he's talking
0: about and also, mm. really? Dude, don't, don't do it tonight? But, but then you did it tonight. <laughs> like, <laughs> you idiots. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm but yeah, like, yeah. That, that was that was my note. It was just like, okay, well, interesting. But then later on, I was like, well, you fucking morons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, fuck I that get, one
0: up. I get it. He was probably trying to make... Cross think that they weren't coming after him tonight, but yeah, more on that open.
1: Yeah. Uh, we then get a promo package build up for Finn Balor Finn Balor, Finn Balor. Uh, f- versus Pete Dunne for their match upcoming on Sunday. Um, so my favorite line of this entire thing came for Pete Dunne. It says over in Europe they see him as the poster boy for European wrestling. I see a geezer with a glass jaw. <laughs> Fucking nice. loved it. That, that was my favorite line of the whole thing. Uh, basically, it's Finn uh, bringing up... Okay, so... <clears throat> excuse me. The kid, they brought Edge up in this.
0: Yeah. It was interesting.
1: And this is why I'm not sure what they what they know what they want to do with Edge for WrestleMania. Hmm? I don't oh, know. They might they be trying...
0: Yeah, they, they might be trying to gauge what what he wants to do, you know? And and maybe it does turn out to be that he turns around and says, you know what, I don't want to do the face-versus-they-face thing against Drew. I don't want to go against Roman. Like, you know, because that has its own kind of things to it. It's like, yeah, maybe him versus Finn would be really interesting, for sure. Oh. and I, And he's a guy who wants to face new people. And has, did did we talk about, no, he didn't, he's never faced Roman Reigns before, right? Uh, no, nope. But he, but he has faced Drew McIntyre before, right?
1: Yeah, maybe like.
0: Obviously not like this Drew McIntyre.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, he might've faced him when he was the chosen one.
0: here Let me, let me real
1: quickly. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they they kind of faced off in the Rumble matches, or yeah, last year's Rumble match. But uh, I think the yeah, I think the last time they met was probably the Chosen one, maybe. But I don't even think he was. He, they were both heels, so that wouldn't even
0: make sense. If he has match. been in eleven matches that have also featured Drew McIntyre. Okay. Uh, so obviously the Royal Rumble. Yes. The most recent. Or, uh, the last one from last year. Yeah. Before that, 2011, uh, looks like he beat him on SmackDown, he beat him on SmackDown. Edge and Kelly Kelly defeat Drew McIntyre and Vicky Guerrero on SmackDown.
1: Ooh.
0: Uh, Elimination Chamber 2011, Edge defeats Drew McIntyre, Kane, Rey Mysterio, Big Show, and Wade Barrett. Okay. Uh, a 12-man match where they were on opposite teams on a SmackDown, uh, Battle Royale where he defeated... McIntyre, Swagger, and Tyson Kidd in one minute. Wow, that must have been great. Jesus. Uh, yeah. And then I two house show matches, another Royal Rumble in 2010, and another, another Royal Rumble? Oh, that was a 30-man battle royale in 2010, and a Royal Rumble in 2010. Okay. So yeah, so he, he has faced Drew McIntyre. Um, Let's see. Uh, and he technically was in the Rumble twenty twenty with Roman Reigns, but obviously that's not you know, yeah. a match. So Yeah. Which that reminds me that they they had to have encountered each other, right? Hold on. They had R- R- Rumble. I'm saying that they had to have encountered each other each other in that
1: rumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And speared Roman the place yes. went okay, fucking yeah. nuts.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, and and Roman Reigns uh, eliminated Edge.
1: That's right. Yes. Okay. Yep.
0: All right. That makes so, sense. So, yeah, you've got that history there. Yeah. But, uh-huh. eh, like I said, I mean, it, it would be interesting to see because, obviously, yeah, I, know. Has,
1: I, I just want, he to he see something, I want to see something unpredictable. And Edge going for the NXT Championship would be unpredictable.
0: Right. And he's never faced Finn Balor or Pete Dunne before. so.
1: Yep. Yep. I, I just thought that was a nice little interesting piece that Finn specifically brought up that he was working on an entirely different level than everybody else and stuff like that so nice little toss in there yeah um, so after that happens we immediately jump into Austin Theory versus Kushida who are both already in the ring in the bell rings as soon as we go to the ring
0: that was weird A little bit, but I think they were... were... Yeah, they were running out of time.
1: Yeah. Uh, We get a giant dropkick by Theory to Kushida. Like, he could have fucking, like, jumped over him and dropkicked him in the back. He got so fucking high. Uh, Theory blocks a hip toss and face washes Kushida, but Kush says, Fuck you, and Judah throws his ass cartwheels and hits the basement dropkick. Uh, Kushida then just destroys Theory's arm for the rest of the match. Uh, he looks for a, sp- the, a springboard, but clearly doesn't make it. But Theory quickly rushes to make it look like he caused the fuck up. Yeah, mm-hmm. A little bit of a hiccup there, but it's okay. Uh, it happens. Yeah, shit happens. Theory takes full control after that. Uh, follow away slam by Theory, and he doesn't even sell his arm and I was starting to really get aggravated by this because Kushida was beating the fuck out of his arm. Yeah. Uh, Kushida goes ham, hits the handspring back elbow, downward spiral into the buckle, a German suplex, hand stomp, and a head kick. Uh, on the outside theory, uh, on the uh, they both go to the outside theory, looks to powerbomb Kushida on the floor... But he grabs the ropes and drops into an arm bar while they're on the apron. And Johnny Gargano super kicks Kushida in the head, causing a disqualification. This, I did not fucking mine for a disqualification. It makes sense. Johnny was out there. He didn't have to run from the back or through the crowd or anything like that. Yeah. He was out there the entire time. This is building up to their match on Sunday. Thank God a disqualification made fucking sense.
0: Yeah, and the and the way he did it too. He oh, yeah. he did it. He did it to inflict damage on Akushita before their match. Yeah. You know, it, it it wasn't one of those situations where it's like, "Oh, he got caught trying to to help" Austin get the winner and over that it was like no 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 this was all about softening up Kushida
1: yeah so uh so according to my phone Austin Siri <laughs> is standing by the apron and then it gets pulled onto the ring by an unknown
0: person Siri Google Blue Waffle Alexa Google Blue Waffle
1: no my my Alexa's not in here anymore it's not within range oh okay. Sorry. Uh, Gargano looks to pull him out from under the ring, but Johnny's not looking as he's pulling the person from out of the ring, and it's Dexter Loomis. Johnny doesn't realize this, uh, but when he does, he gets scared as fuck and backs away, and the way he sold it was... Again, Johnny on fucking point. Johnny on point. That's gonna be my new nickname for him. Uh... Theory then comes out from under the ring, thinking he's talking to Johnny, but he's talking to Loomis. Theory runs into the ring, only to get locked into the hoverboard lock. Johnny then runs in, pulls Kushida off of him, but Kushida says, fuck you, puts Johnny in the hoverboard lock. And as Theory crawls to break up the hoverboard lock, Loomis climbs in and puts... Theory in the silence. Theory passes out. Johnny starts tapping out. And eventually Kushida releases the hold. And he stands tall, holding the strap as Loomis snuggles a knocked out Theory.
0: Much better usage of Dexter Limits this week. Yes. Um, this, is, this is the Dexter Loomis that we want. We want the guy who will do creepy things like this and just kill a motherfucker there was no there was no drawings or anything like that there was Mm -hmm. no you know and anything like that um austin theory having his character just have like mild brain damage is really becoming one of the better parts of his character (laughs) though i i like that he's just a meathead idiot at this point Mm -hmm. which is fine like yeah him him thinking that johnny gargano's standing there and it not being him like this it's just part of his character now he's just he's just really slow
1: he's embracing it and it's fucking it's good I like it
0: yeah,
1: yeah. I, honestly I think those two working together has really helped out theory a lot you know because theory was kind of that serious guy but he was jobbing every fucking week like yeah. no matter who he worked so you couldn't take him as a serious person but now he can job but he's still got the way. So I, I'm, I'm loving this, the way angle. I'm loving it. Uh, but as for the match, I, I can't complain. Nothing really was bad, and I didn't mind the disqualification, like I said, because it made sense. Uh, and yeah. the, the after stuff, I didn't mind either, because it's just working up to Loomis versus Theory. Uh, eventually, uh, we're going to get to Loomis versus Gargano. And that's going to be an interesting one. Because they have two pr- pretty different styles in the ring, and I just hope they mesh well and they don't fucking clash.
0: Well, and I think Luma's first theory is a, a possible route that you can go to in the meantime here. And and I oh, almost yeah. wonder, if, oh yeah, yeah, I almost wonder if if they wanted to throw a, uh, a a kickoff match on the show, if it wouldn't be those two, yeah, or if if, if they if they sort of have that in case somebody gets COVID or something like that yeah. <laughs> and they have to cancel one of these matches. Yeah. Like that, that might be just kind of like a backup. Like, Oh, we'll just, we'll just throw those two on there because you know, they, they sort of have a feud going. Yeah. Oh no, it's a full blown feud
1: because Loomis has choked him out and fucked with Theory for like a few weeks now. So, yeah. So it, it it'll make sense. But yeah, that, that's actually a good point. They have that as a backup. That's good. We then go to Tony, the booty storm. And it's we really term.
0: going to have Tony Storm on the beach and not show her in a bikini?
1: Fucking bullshit!
0: We had like a silhouette shot where it was like, is she topless? <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing else. No, but no bikini shot. No fucking titties hanging Not the bikini. Like, just I was, I was very disappointed.
1: It was. It's funny because I went to go make dinner and this popped up on my TV and I was like, oh wait, oh what do we got here? Yep,
0: hold on so I second. <laughs> Uh, oh, so, oh, oh,
1: no. oh, oh, almost there. Oh, oh, okay. We're good. Um, so she talks about the match coming up. Uh, it's her time. Same old fucking bullshit. Uh, we come back from commercial after that one and Imperium has a buildup package. Uh, I liked how they went through each person described their role in the group. It was a nice, it was a nice little touch that they put in.
0: This is this is putting a team over one on one. Yeah. You you literally you you showed what they can do in the ring. You had you had everyone have a role and be explained, you know, where it's like here's here's our enforcer, you know, here's here's the muscle, here's like the brains, and here's our leader. Like, yeah, it was great. It it was seriously like this is how granted, you're not really like introducing them to NXT, but you might be introducing Alexander Wolfe to you know NXT because maybe yep. not everyone NXT watches NXT UK. Yeah. So I felt that yeah it was like oh yeah this is this is a great way to introduce everybody. Oh, it was fucking great,
1: loved it. Yeah. Uh, we then go to Joaquin and Raul and they are <laughs> in the back <laughs> uh, they got they're buried in pipes and ladders and carrying cross cuts a promo uh, basically said he's probably going to murder Santos Escobar and he's going to Santos will end up exactly how these two are now TikTok
0: did he scare you
1: ah uh, it was a nice little jump scare. It didn't scare me, but I was like, oh, oh like.
0: Yeah, goddamn. he just had a pierce.
1: damn, pal. But, yeah. um, Okay. I mean, we kind of saw that coming. <laughs>
0: yeah. But. Yeah, like I said, it was we like. We thought we were okay, getting then, it next week. Right. Yeah, uh, but I, I like the two where he's just like, you want something done right, do it yourself. Mm-hmm. and I did it myself like it's like oh yeah you yeah, did yep. <laughs> like that's it It was it was good and it it was one of those situations where you're like yeah like I'm again it's not that he is that Santos isn't chicken shit but he is willing to send his people to go and and fuck get with their Frost asses killed <laughs> yeah it didn't work out the way he wanted it to no <laughs> not <even laughs> but close. you know
1: but no, it was good. It was a nice little, little, little build-up for their match next week. Yeah. Um, so we go to the commentators, and they're kind of just talking, and Wade Barrett's just fucking egging Beth on, and all of a sudden you hear a fucking horn, engine revving, and a Ferrari pulls up, And you're like, who the fuck is this? They go to the passenger door, and... My goodness, he is back. Cameron <laughs> Grimes. And he steps out of the Ferrari, and he's in a nice suit. He's got a new fucking hat, yeah. hat glasses. He's looking stylish. Uh, he hands out a bunch of money. He asks the people if they know how to park a Ferrari, and says, here you go.
0: <clears throat> so when he... When he first enters the arena, he flashes that money. Yep. And it it dawned on me, it was real fucking money. Yeah. It wasn't because I don't know, I don't know if you've ever seen like the money that they use in movies.
1: Yeah, the bullshit it, it, money.
0: It, yeah, it very clearly is written on there. This is not real money. Mm-hmm. It's like that was real fucking money that he had in his hand, which I wasn't expecting. I was not expecting <laughs> them to actually like. Like yeah, obviously fucking Vince has the money that he probably just like gave it to him out of his pocket. But like that was
1: here, here go hand these guys the paydays.
0: <laughs> right. Which is which like right now you don't have any fans there, so yeah, by all means, like go ahead oh, and yeah. use the real money because <laughs> you know you know the fucking stagehands are going to bring that money back. You know, yeah. like they work there, they are better.
1: So he waltzes his way to the ring and tosses some money to the people in the crowd, mm-hmm. which who had. WWE official officials shirts on, <laughs> or backstage people, I should say. Uh, yeah, yeah. He then brings up what happens, uh, what happened two months ago with him and Timothy Thatcher. And it said he was laid out screaming, but in his downtime, while he was gone, because he couldn't take all of his time training, he found video games. He says when you walk into GameStop, the GameStop's lights hit a little different. His money that he invested into the GameStop went to the
0: moon. <laughs> he then invested in dog coins. So do you do you understand what he's saying?
1: Dogecoins, yeah, I know.
0: Okay, I was, Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Sure. It's hilarious.
0: Is All right, yeah, I just I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that that was clear that he, he's speaking of Dogecoin. Oh yeah. I know,
1: oh I know, I got it. And I fucking popped for it too. Uh he he so he invested in dog coins and he is so rich now and starts fucking losing his mind. He's jumping up and down, just fucking losing it. And he tells mm. Regal to kiss his grants.
0: I love the fact that he brings up these feuds he had two months ago and it's like everyone has moved on but him.
1: Yeah. Like, you want me to face Destin Loomis? Kiss my grits. You want me to face like, some zombies? Kiss my grits. It's
0: like, dude, that that happened two months ago. Like he's he's not even feuding with you anymore. It's like and until he brings up Thatcher, it's like, Thatcher is at a take team now. Like yeah, everyone has passed it by, but he is still like so like like hyper focused on the fact that 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 that, that should happen to him. Which is, is interesting because you don't normally get that where like a character will actually refer to like people he's feuded with in the past. It's 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 great.
1: Uh so he's got so much money, it ain't funny. It's hilarious. And he throws all of his fucking cash in the air and it's just I fucking love this.
0: I was I was expecting something to happen though. That was the thing. I'm like I was like, is somebody going to stop him from doing this shit? And it never did. Nope. It's like yeah, I was I was expecting like we were going to start a new feud. It's like no, nope. He's just a dick.
1: He's <laughs> <It's laughs> okay. Just a fucking. Ri- you know what? <laughs> this promo almost reminded me of a What's redneck that? version of an old school Ric Flair promo.
0: Yeah. It, it. Like like we've said, Cameron Grimes has definitely grown on all of us here at the oh, Yeah. And the this is an evolution for a character that honestly might not have had a lot of shelf life to it. And he has now changed it up now where now he is he's he's still the same person, but now he's added the element of like, okay, he got rich now off of so it's like now he thinks that he is like above everything else. Where before it was kind of like it, it, his character was sort of that he was doing this because he needed the money. But yeah. He was still like, like it, you know, he was like trying to hit on women and stuff like that. And it's like, well, he doesn't really seem to have the game, and now he's got a bunch of money. And you're like, well, is he like that going to be a part of his thing? now? <laughs> is he just gonna like <laughs> start like throwing money at bitches, you know? So it's yeah, I'm I'm very interested in in what happens with him going forward. And the the kiss my grits being his new fucking he he now has two very over fucking uh, <laughs> dude imagine they, kiss they,
1: my grits on a t shirt if they fucking do that I'm getting it I don't care
0: it's gotta happen right because between that and the fucking to the moon stuff like he's oh, yeah he's got two catchphrases that are, are fucking over I'm just checking real quickly just to make sure that there is not they didn't already, already
1: fucking throw one out
0: yeah. Um, okay, so now all we got is the straight to the moon one.
1: Okay. have a limited if...
0: time right now, it's 35%
1: off. Ooh. Uh, if they don't come out with a t-shirt for that, uh, they are missing a huge market.
0: Right? So,
1: KS <laughs> Margaret! It was so His... fucking out of the blue, it was great.
0: Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I... I applaud him because like I said, I hated this motherfucker and he has <laughs> so turned us around.
1: Moving on, we go to Johnny Gargano while back and he's with dinner time. He was he he ref-
0: with real
1: McKenzie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he refers to her as real McKenzie. Uh, cuts a pretty fucking fire promo. And then he says Kushida will be getting Johnny takeover. So he better be
0: ready. Mm-hmm.
1: oh man this match Oh, orgasmic
0: see and that, and that's the thing that you get with Johnny is he's able to flip that switch yep. where it's like alright the fun games are over and he reminds you like not only am I Johnny wrestling I'm Johnny fucking takeover yep. like, <laughs> like don't forget that like I have this nickname for a reason dude
1: mm-hmm. so we'll see I mean obviously we'll go over the match card but oof that match is gonna be fucking fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy! Oh, yeah. Io Shirai cuts a video package promo in her native about the triple threat match coming up this Sunday. She said she's gonna walk out champion.
0: That's it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did like the 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 talk between her and Tony. Tony's saying that like, I I like Tony's earlier promo where she says oh, uh, you know, NXT Superstar of the Year, Mae Young Classic winner. Um, and it's like, oh, no. I'm talking about me. And yes. it's like, yeah, because I won the Mae Young Classic when we faced each other the last time. And every time we get in the ring, I win. And then Io Shirai says, I'm not afraid of triple threat matches. I won this fucking title in triple threat match. There was so much continuity on this show. It was like, so you can do this, but you what you forget storylines that happened two weeks ago on, on Raw. Like I don't I I don't get it, man. Like they they share a lot of the same writers. I know it's different head writers, but it's like you still share a lot of the same writers. And it's like here you've got people remembering shit that happened two years ago and yeah. Ugh.
1: It's wild the difference. Mm-hmm. It's wow. what came wild the
0: difference. Oh no, 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 no. well, I mean, yeah, that that would that would do. But I mean, if you're gonna make if, if I'm gonna make a joke like that, like, yeah, gotta be the rim shot.
1: Uh, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event of the evening.
0: Ding ding ding, motherfucker!
1: Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa versus the grizzled young veterans. Mm-hmm. Gibson cuts a promo on the way to the ring. As Drake gets in the ring, Ciampa hits him with the running knee. Thatcher runs out of the ring and all f- four men brawl on the outside, but Thatcher and Ciampa are clearly beating the shit out of GYV. My favorite part of this whole thing, as Ciampa and Thatcher are beating up the Grizzled Young Vets, they stop, look at each other, and switch men and proceed to continue the shit <laughs> out of them. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, so eventually they get in the ring. Uh, we get a little bit of back and forth, uh, in tagging, uh, for both teams with stiff uppercuts, uh, and clotheslines to one another. As Ciampa gets as Ch as Champa gets laid out on the floor, the Grizzly Young Veterans then double power bomb him on the apron as Tommaso sells the hell out of his neck. And we go to break. Or box, sorry. We come back from box, and Thatcher looks for a tag, but Ciampa is not on the apron still after that power bomb, And Wade Barrett then proceeds to tell us that uh, medical staff had to take a look at Ciampa during the break.
0: I almost felt like there was a possibility that this was a little legit.
1: I think so as well, because you saw the medical guy run away when yeah. he came back from and I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. Is he okay?
0: It, well, and, and it was like it seemed like a, an, an oddly timed spot, too, you know, because it really wasn't a, a case of like, it, you know, if, if you're going to take somebody out, you sort of have it then where like the other guy in the ring gets worked over a lot. And you didn't really have that. Yeah. that much, you know, like it, it you didn't really have that, like, he's so desperate and, and he can't take because his partner's gone. Like, you had, like, once, so then it was he was just there again.
1: Yeah, it was... Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but uh, GYV look for the doomsday device, but Thatcher escapes, pushing Gibson into the turnbuckle. Drake jumps over him and receives an uppercut. Puffy! Yeah, causing... <laughs> much-needed separation for Thatcher. Get
0: out of here, Ed Boone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> big hit, big, what the hell, what the, why does my phone do this? Big hit tag to yeah. Ciampa. <laughs> big hit tag to Champa, And he hit six straight clotheslines on GYV, then some corner lines, and then a double flying clothesline, and then two Germans, in the air raid crash to drake onto Gibson for a 2 one hell of a hot tag there
0: oh my gosh yeah but uh, hey, i i like the fact that Ciampa has has let the hair grow out a little bit
1: yeah he's, he's yeah old, what do they call himself old man champa
0: he's, he's he's old man champa yeah but i like Like he is—he's legit bald now. Like he—he had been balding for years Mm -hmm. and years, and like you know, then obviously he just started shaving all the time. So you're like, okay, well, you know, like he—it—it was going, but it—and now like he let it grow back. It's like, oh, it's really gone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's gone, and what is left is gray. Yeah. Uh, We then get a beautiful deadlift brain buster by Gibson. Doomsday device is hit to Champa, but Thatcher break ups, breaks up the pin. Thatcher pulls Gibson outside, and the big slap. Drake hits a tope and goes to get in, but Champa tries to, for Willis Bell, but Gibson grabs the feet, and Champa bumps. This was a nice throwback from last week in how yeah. Chompa and Thatcher... Uh, Proceeded on to the next round. Uh, they hook up the Ticket to Mayhem on Ciampa, and GYV are going to the finals. Wow. So that is going to leave MSK versus the Grizzled Young Veterans in the finals this Sunday at TakeOver Vengeance Day. Um,
0: wasn't before
1: we I wasn't either, but at the same time, it's about fucking time we got two legitimate tag teams, the goddamn finals.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, it, it, it is. It's, it was, it was kind of like once you saw these brackets, you're like, okay, well, you know, there's, there's the chance of Johnny, you know, making it far in it for obvious reasons. And then once it was, it was uh, uh toothless Timmy and or Tommy and Champa, you're like, okay, like, well, here we go. But then, yeah, for it to have them lose, it's like, I do still feel like, um, well, we're going to do our, 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 best yeah, we we'll, we'll, so, yeah. Right.
1: um, so thoughts on that match overall though.
0: I liked it. Um, it, I would still give the edge to the MSK match for, for best match of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I still thought it was really good. It was a good finale. <clears throat> um, just being able to to have these four guys go at it was interesting too, because it's not normally like you you obviously you wouldn't normally see Tommaso Champan take on the Chris young bats, you know? Yeah, because it, it's it's kind of off of his radar. So it was it was nice to see him, you know. And and he he sold a lot. He you know, not that these guys are any like young up and comers over that. They've obviously been in the game for a long time. But, mm-hmm. you know, it, you can get it you can get it sometimes where the, the older guard will be a little bit not willing to put over some yeah. newer stars. Yeah. Whereas, you know, we've we've kind of seen it before.
1: Yeah, uh, but Champa Ciampa's pretty good for that. He he's done that actually quite a bit as of late, to yeah.
0: be honest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I was I was it was a it was a good match. I will say that.
1: Yeah, uh, in my opinion uh, I I haven't been a real big fan of Grizzled Young Veterans but I thought they did fantastic in this match
0: um, I'm, not, I'm not sure what Zach Gibson is doing on the mic but it is annoying and that is what he's supposed to do so I will give him that like you are not <laughs> supposed to like this guy so him going it, him doing like the the you know where the uncra. NXT, and you're like oh my god, shut the fuck up, dude. Like that's exactly what you're supposed to get out of a heel is you're supposed to want you're supposed to yell at your at your fucking computer, your TV, just being like, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit. Uh so after the match, uh Beth, Wade, and Dick are standing in front of the ring and they announce all the matches coming up for the Sunday as they talk about them. And they have all the opponents face off at the top of the stage and talk shit and taunt, ending with Balor and Dunn in the ring as we go off the air. I'm having mixed feelings
0: between this. Dude, I fucking hated this. Because I'm like I was like, okay, either you're giving up the goat that you have recorded all of these little things separately or you're asking us to believe that you had <laughs> MSK and the Grizzly Young vets run out there and do the little thing, and then they click back to the ring, and those people run to the back, and another team runs up front here, and then you show their little thing, and then they run to the back, and another two people run to the front. Like, no matter what, like, it just doesn't jive in my head that, that this made any sense. Like, I understand they were going for a cool visual, but to me, I'm like, I was like, this is weird, dude. Like,
1: well the part that pissed me off, right you ha if this is legitimate and they didn't pre-record and they did it that at that very moment, which <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: is questionable, but i I mm-hmm. think they could pull it off instead of having the females on the show, you had them cut video promo packages, right. That's the part that I did not like at all about this. And you you didn't have Finn or Pete Dunn build something up for the show. They had a video promo package for your fucking main event of the show. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't mind the Dusty Cup winners, or uh, finalists, because they were all there earlier in the night. They already had their face-offs and shit.
0: Yeah. Um. But you, you spent time on your go-home show building Xylee. Yes. Which could have waited until next week.
1: Unnecessary. And,
0: and and you could have had that spot be taken up by doing something with Valor. Also, Undisputed Era was just gone. Yep. And this takeover is not going to have any member of Undisputed Era on it. And Tommaso is not going to be on it either. Don't get me wrong. It's a it's a very good card, and yeah. and and it, it is very stacked. But also, it is very odd that those guys are not anywhere on the show.
1: I agree, but I, in a way, I kind of like it. Sure. Because yeah, something you're getting, different. You're, you're getting not, different you, people, yeah. Exactly. You're getting different people. You're not getting the same old fucking people every goddamn show. So and that and that means I don't mind it. But in the Pete Dunn and Finn Balor package. They didn't show the undisputed era
0: involved in that whole scenario. No, not not a I, bit.
1: I thought that was a little odd.
0: Yeah, they they sort of just edited edited them out when yeah. like that was sort of the feud that built into this.
1: Yeah, I thought that was very very weird. And you're not getting the tag team chair the the tag team championships on this man, on this card as well on Sunday.
0: Yeah, one and sure. two. You're not getting them although. Yeah, I mean, I I understand why you're not because you are doing the dusty thing, and yes. that is for that is for a title shot. Yeah. So you would have you would have had to have had a ninth team that was not in the tournament but was getting a title shot. So I get not doing that. Okay. Uh, but <clears> yeah, <throat> and, you know, I assume we're going to see uh, Blorkin show up afterwards to do like a face to face with with whoever wins the match. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, we we go off the air, ladies and gentlemen, and that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is your NXT Rundown. Now, if you want to uh, click your browser, open it up, and uh, go type in the little top part, uh, rundownwrestling.com, and do this along with us. I'll let Troy take it, fill out your name. Ginger Lust.
0: Um, And uh, go ahead, Troy. Take it away, bud. All right. Go to runonwrestling.com. Make your Vengeance Day picks right now. The NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai defends against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. What you got?
1: Uh, Io is going to pin Tony Storm.
0: Okay. I'm gonna go out on a gigantic limb and say Mercedes pins Tony Storm. Okay. Right. Now it doesn't it doesn't matter who pins who on a match right about that. We're, oh, we're not yeah, asking no. you that. That's just that's just our takes on it. Yeah. Um the women's dusty classic finals, Dakota and Raquel or Ember and Shotzi?
1: A Dakota and Raquel. They're pushing Raquel to the fucking moon here. Okay. Sorry, straight to the moon! To yeah, the moon.
0: <laughs> the only reason I'm going with Ember and Shotzi is because then you have a face versus heel match for the women's 18 titles. That's the only reason. Okay. But but uh, it's it's a toss up on that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because
0: for whatever reason, they love Ember Moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh The NXT Championship, Finn Brother versus Pete Dunne. Um, it's it's hard to say Balor's gonna drop that title, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna I'm gonna say he retains. What about you?
1: Uh I'm going Finn, and uh, whoever the next challenger is, it happens at WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, that's that's very possible. Uh, which I think that there's more money in if you are going to go that route. I don't, I, I personally don't think they're gonna go that route. But if you are gonna go that route. There's more money in Edge versus Finn Balor than Edge versus Pete Dunne.
1: Yes, 100%. <clears throat> uh,
0: the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano defends against Kushida. Uh,
1: Johnny Takeovers winning it. Unfortunately, I'm going,
0: yeah, I'm I'm going Kushida. I'm I'm saying that uh that that it's it's time that he gets that belt, and uh and we move on to something else.
1: Uh, trust me, I hope Kushida does. But I, I think they're gonna let Johnny take it.
0: I feel you. And the Dusty men or the men's dusty take team classic finals, the motherfucking smoking kids, Wesley and Nascar Nash Carter versus the Grizzled Young Veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Who you got?
1: Uh they've been building up the Grizzled Young Veterans and I think they're gonna go I think they're gonna give it to them because the motherfucking smoking kids are gonna get a lot of sympathy love after this.
0: Yeah, and also the Grizzly Young Vets are tweeners, so it's it's like they they have sort of been booking them as sometimes faces, sometimes heels, because otherwise I'd be like, well, it's clearly going to be the motherfucking Smokin Kids because obviously Blorkin are heels, so mm. you, you don't want to do a heel versus heel. But then but then you're like, okay, well the Grizzly Young Vets are not technically heels, even though they are assholes. Like they, <laughs> they do they do have them in a. Uh, you know, do both. So that's why I'm gonna go with Grizzly Young Vets too. I trust me. I want the motherfucking smoking kids to win it, but I think that they have put too much effort right now into uh, Grizzly Young Vets. I will never call them GYV. That just feels weird for me saying. Wow. But yeah, feels like that that those are the guys that they've been pushing, and obviously they were in the finals last year,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: now they're in it again. So it's like, yeah, it kind of feels like you know. That this is it. This is where they're going to get it. 100%. So hit submit. Hit submit on that. Yeah. I won't, I won't be back next week, but you and Jason will be back next week to give uh, everybody uh, the results from Vengeance Day. Yes.
1: Results and thoughts. Well, that's uh, pretty much going to do it here on the NXT Rundown, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you giving us a listen. Well, uh, Give us a like, comment, email us, contact us. We love interaction with fans. Mm-hmm. We love it. Do you want you want, you even want to give us a what the fuck moment on for WWE rundown? Hit us up with that what the fuck.
0: Yeah, Remo's been uh, giving us some <laughs> some feedback back recently and and it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah, we we love love interacting with you guys. Mm-hmm. So, both. So. Yep, yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, Troy, uh, why don't you uh, send us on home?
0: Well, uh, tune in next week as we will annex to you next
1: time. Oh yeah, my.